0: Welcome to the Fit2Talk podcast. Sup, 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 what is happening? (laughs) Sup, sup. That sounds like you're telling a kid to drink. Uh, Thank you, as (laughs) always, for listening. We try to make your life a little bit better, or at least uh, funnier or embarrassing, every time you join us. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly what we're trying to do. Because you know what? Fitness does not have to be boring. Right now you're listening to one of our talk episodes in which Bobby and I,
1: perhaps unsurprisingly, talk... Talk some absolute nonsense. And on that note, cue the music. It's fair to talk. And we're back. What a lovely break. What a lovely break. That was some straight up fire theme tune just jingling in my ears.
0: As always. I think we need to record a version of us dancing to the theme tune.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Like we could a, definitely make it. We could do a TikTok. We, we, it oh.
0: should be like different dance styles to the theme tune.
1: Uh, yeah, that could be. It could be a trending sound. Our theme yeah. tune could be a trending sound on TikTok. I think that's. I think I, a
0: think. life notice, goal. I think it. It should be a trending sound yeah, on TikTok. W-
1: I'm surprised. I'm surprised if anything that it already isn't.
0: Yeah, what's happening, Fit Two Fam? I mean, come <laughs> on,
1: come on. You know, I'm, you know, I'm so active on uh, on TikTok, just relentless uh, yeah. on TikTok.
0: Me too. One video a week. Oof.
1: (laughs) I like to do no videos a week. Um, You've gone from being fully committed to not committed at all. Yeah, I was super bored when I was fully committed, and then I just (laughs) went, no, no, I'm now too bored that I don't even want to do that. (laughs) I'm not even feeling creative, I'm so bored. No, no, I I don't have the... I weirdly do not have the creativity for TikTok in any way. No, not me.
0: Not me. (laughs) That's not the one.
1: I thoroughly uh, enjoy your TikToks. Your TikToks are very entertaining.
0: Why, Why? thank you. You are the only person. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be one. Uh, yes, I need one. And, and, and that's why I love you. <laughs> 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 For your TikTok love only. For love only your
1: tics, that's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, I need to tell you about this class I went to yesterday. Oh, cool. do tell. Because you can tell from my tone that it wasn't a good experience. Um,
1: (laughs) These are my favorite. I don't like it when a class is good. I'm like, ah, whatever. When a class is bad, however, yes, it's the
0: best. I think I've said on this podcast already that I've just joined a new gym around me. And I was really excited because it's got these cool classes that you know versions of stuff that we both have taught in different places Mm -hmm. and i've tried out a couple and some have been okay some have been great and i went to my first boxing class yesterday morning Uh,
1: oh you see there's you're already off to a bad start because i know (laughs) that you're going to be quite particular about this You would think
0: that I was being particular, right? And I would make that same assumption. And the only particular thing I've got, this is a criticism that is really particular, in that his demonstrations of the punches were like a child who'd seen a video of them once. Um, But uh, as in literally just poor form. If I'm mm. going to be if I'm going to be really pedantic, then he was turning his left foot on a jab. Um, so anyone, anyone that knows their boxing is going to know weird. that that's just odd. And I was literally yeah. like, oh, this guy has never been to a boxing class himself. And I was like, okay, fine. But here's what happened. Mm. It, it was at half nine in the morning, so it's not particularly early. There's like nine women and me in this class, and uh, the majority of these women... Um, aren't in like peak physical condition. They're women, you know, they're general population. And uh, it starts off, he starts the class by yawning.
1: Always a strong
0: star. (laughs) Yeah, he yawned in the middle and mumbled and he was like, right, should we we get this done then? And I was like, oh, Oh. like, okay. And he was like, right, five of you on the bags and five of you on the floor. And everyone was like, sorry, (laughs) what what did you say? (laughs) And he repeated it again. And I was like, okay, that's this is odd. And then he literally went, okay, um, three minute rounds. So the first person, uh, everyone on the bags, so you're just going to do jab cross for three minutes. I was like, sounds fun. Wow. Okay. So just left, right for three minutes. Fine. <laughs> and the people on the floor, and I've just told you the type of clientele that we had in there. And he yeah. said, right, you're going to spend three minutes doing a, a burpee pyramid. By the way, we've done burpees in the warm-up as well. And I was like,
1: this is... My favourite. I love burpees in the warm-up. I was like,
0: that's not a warm-up, is it? That's, a really... <laughs> that's, that's not a warm-up. That's not a warm-up. So we carried on like this. The second round on the bags was jab cross hook. So you wow. done, you'd done three minutes of left, right, and then you did left, right, left for three minutes. And then you did another combination in which it was the same three punches with another <laughs> one added. And I was like, okay, you're just going to injure all these people. But the main thing was he never looked up from his iPad. Uh. He didn't engage anyone once in the entire class. He walked around staring at the iPad, mumbling. And occasionally when he got bored of scrolling through music on Spotify, which is what he was doing, just without looking up, shouting, come on, come on. it was like what are you talking about Uh, but it's worth mentioning considering he was looking at music the entire time for about half the class we had no music what yeah no music at all because he was literally he'd like stop a song in the middle because he'd get bored of it and then he'd just scroll in silence while people were working (coughs) to find a different song i was like i don't understand what's happening here but this isn't a class like this oh my god I can't hear what the guy's saying. And normally if the music was really loud, I would go, okay, fine. But it was yeah. honestly such a terrible experience that I came out and I was like, I was angry. I was angry. at yeah. it. I was like, is the worst class I've ever been to. You've wasted my time. At the end of the class, he was like, how's everyone feeling? No one, <laughs> no one replied. So he asked again and no one replied again. Everyone was just looking at him like,
1: like what was pants. this?
0: Like this was, it was just dreadful. And I I have never done this, but I wrote an email to complain. I went to find the manager, but he was busy with a client afterwards. I would have preferred to speak to him in person about mm. it, but I've gone. I felt like I had to say something. I was like, I will never book another boxing class in there unless you can tell me that that person is going to be trained or you can tell me who else is working. Like, cause that is.
1: But that's fair because I think the thing is like, they need to know. Yeah like they they need to know what it's what it's like and like i know that you've been to quite a few classes at this new gym and like it's it seems like there's been a real variance in the quality of the instruction like i know you, we were chatting the other day just uh, in the street yeah <laughs> <laughs> just in the street chatting That's what um, we, need <laughs> it's, we, we love being on the street um <laughs> I don't know where this is going, uh, but you were saying like how one class you'd been to was incredible and the instructor was incredible. So for there to be such a variance in the level and the quality of the instructors is what worrying, and like that means that a manager needs to know that that's the case, like because.
0: Yeah, it's sad. I felt like a Karen as well, because it was fully like, you know. <laughs> did you go full Karen? I went full Karen. The email was Excellent. like, you know, a solid A4 page with bullet points of nice. everything that was terrible. Um, but I do think that's required sometimes. You go, there's no point me going, the class was dreadful without them knowing why. That could just yeah. be opinion. I need to go, here are the things that he did that he needs to not do during in the, in that position. Um, also, if I was doing that, I'd really want somebody to tell me. I'm like, please tell me how I can be better at this thing because he's never going to get to where he wants to be.
1: I'm just, I'm absolutely just going to throw out that I don't think, I don't think he cares. From everything you've said, it doesn't sound like he cares about doing the job, about anything to do with it. So I don't, it's probably not going to make any impact on him. Yeah. Whatsoever,
0: He was less enthused than the characters in the US office are to put data into a computer. That's nice. all I can say.
1: Strong, strong US office, office reference there. Any reason to bring it up, I'll bring it up. Any reason <laughs> at all. I love it. I live, I live for some US office references. Um, did, I, on the other hand, went to quite a good class on Saturday. Did I, you? I say quite a good. I went to an excellent class. Where was it? Um, it was at Trainyard in Clapham. Oh, I've been, I've been there doing like a two week, um, trial thing, two weeks, like trial thing, just cause I was like, I want to go to some new studios and just like try them out. Um, and the class I had on Saturday was with Chloe and it was incredible. Like her coaching was just so on point. I loved it. I was just, I was just like, I was doing the exercises, but admiring the coaching at the same time. I was like, Oh, <laughs> this is fantastic. Your coaching is hyping me up. <laughs>
0: when you say coaching what do you mean for people who don't know
1: um so uh, the way i was looking at the coaching for this was kind of her technique and form the way she described the technique and form the way that her cues her um her like coaching points to people were all just bang on the money like yeah she just really kind of nailed all the major points and then motivation was great music was great programming was great i was like yeah this can, This is like. This is fantastic. Um, so yeah, it might Big sound. Um, it that was might, excellent.
0: It might sound really obvious to people if you've never taken a class, but there's so much information that you need to perform an exercise correctly physically. You know, down to every joint and every muscle, and it's a real skill to be able to distill that into a really clean, short amount of time that gives people mm. what they need to perform that movement correctly, and then work out small cues to fix the errors that come in. You know, well without going monologuing for a minute and a half about an exercise, which you can do if you're really working on somebody's form in a PT session. But, you know, in a class, you'd just be bored out of your mind. So,
1: yeah, you've got to be really succinct. You've got to be really precise with what you're saying. Like, And you, you've got to keep it concise because if you, you, it's so easy. To, I've been to so many classes where people just rattle on and you're like, okay, I want to do some exercise now. When I was at F45,
0: you'd have 15 seconds to demo every single movement around the room, of which there might be up to sort of 30 movements. And you would mm. do them back to back one after the other. And so you're essentially doing a mini workout for sort of three <laughs> three plus minutes. And you're also running between stations because they didn't give you a time in between. So it's just 15 seconds on a timer and then it's instantly the next one. So you're running, grabbing the equipment. It usually gives you about 12 seconds to actually nice. demo something like Oh, a barbell snatch. And you're like, okay, well, pick the weight up and put it down. Run. (laughs) How can I squeeze this into 12 seconds? Yeah, exactly. All this information. And you are just going, you know, okay, you have to just learn everything in advance because your brain will not pick the most interesting thing. absolutely. But didn't you have a, a a robot encounter Bobby
1: oh so so I am in Milton Keynes this week uh big up MK uh <laughs> why <laughs> <I don't, laughs> why big up MK um and there seems to be like a lot of robot situation going on in MK i literally just on my way back to this recording I popped out to get some breakfast and um as I was walking back, I saw one of those delivery robots. Um, and I've never seen one before, but it's one of those that just like, it's like a little, it's maybe like two foot high, like a, a giant remote control car that like rocks up to a shop. It rocks up outside Budgins, was there clearly waiting to pick up something, and then was about to tootle off and uh, go deliver the Budgeons. To somebody, and I was like, This is amazing. And I suppose it makes sense because Milton Cleans is probably the closest to like an American style of it's a grid, town yeah. because yeah. it's a grid and because of the way the roads work. It's it makes sense that that's the first place that I would ever see one of these. And uh, I was very excited. That's mental. Very I wonder cool. though, do you think that's a good thing? Uh... I mean, we've all had deliveries from Every, so I would say it probably is a better delivery service than Every or Hermes, Hermes whatever they were called before. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they tend so, to leave... So...
0: In my, I live in a block of flats and they tend to just... They can't be asked to come up the stairs, so they just leave it at the front door. Excellent. But obviously, other people live in these flats. <laughs> There's a lot of people in these platforms just, just taking stuff. Take it, and there's no way I'd know. Um, yeah, you know, obviously there's that, you know, with any sort of progression in tech, then you're going to have uh, a loss of jobs. You know, a lot of people work as delivery yeah, drivers at the moment, especially in in the pandemic. Suddenly that was a, yeah. a great job for everyone. And, um yeah, you, you know, you will lose jobs. But also, I wonder, surely there's been a rise in theft on deliveries. Because it's... Sh- It must be quite easy to steal the package from this robot.
1: Um, I suppose it's you would you. I think you would have to steal the robot itself. Oh, really? Does the package sort of go in the robot? It goes in the robot. Yeah, it's not like the robot's just carrying it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh it's not like it's got a little arm just holding it. No, it's, it's inside the robot. Um, wow. I think there's like a hatch that comes up, and you pop it in there, and then it locks. So you'd have to steal the actual robot itself
0: and break it,
1: and break it. But then I'm pretty sure that Amazon or whoever owns those robots is going to come after you because imagine they got some sort of tracking. Well, they they definitely have tracking in them. So.
0: I wonder, they should have some cameras on it as well, which would like auto upload to the cloud or something, because then... Pro-
1: I, I imagine they do. That's... God. They he- definitely thought about them being stolen.
0: Humans. <laughs> everything,
1: everything gets stolen, so... It does.
0: It must be an acceptable level of loss. Yeah. You know I mean?
1: But Milton Keynes, feel, I feel like Milton Keynes has got an obsession with robots, because opposite the theatre there is... Oh, Milton Keynes, sorry, sorry. Milton Keynes, yeah. Yeah, Milton Keane's got an obsession with robots. I thought you often, said monkeys. Monkeys have an obsession with... They, well, I mean, monkeys might have an obsession with robots. I've not chatted to any monkeys lately, so... Uh, You're missing out. You're missing let me, out. me ask them. Let me go to, pop to a zoo and just yeah. find out. I'll just... I'll I tell you what, I'm going to go back, I'm going to steal that robot, and I'm going to take it to the nearest take it zoo. to the zoo. And just see what happens.
0: Uh, if you could get there without being arrested, I will give
1: you £100. Uh, I'm not sure it's worth a £100. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah Milton Keynes has got an obsession with robots because they're opposite the theater, there's a robot restaurant. I think it's called like Robozania or something. I'm absolutely butchering the name. but it's it, it kind of looks like a Terminator restaurant. Like outside there's like two giant metal robots that look kind of like the Terminator. I have not been in there yet, but one of the other cast members, Zach, has been in there. Or he, yeah, I think he's always read reviews and stuff. He said basically you have to pay like an entry fee, <laughs> and then you have to pay overpriced. You have to pay a lot of money for really mediocre food, but the food is delivered by robots. So the food is delivered by robots, but it's still cooked by humans, I assume. I would assume so. Yeah, I'd assume the the cooking procedure is handled unless it's and unless it's kind of like. A spoons and they're just like microwaving it. It that's possible. I mean, it's, maybe it's maybe it's a hundred percent robot. It could be a hundred percent robot. Like from the whole the whole <laughs> workflow, the whole chain from beginning to end is a hundred percent robot. Now that I'm interested in. Yeah, and that. Do you know
0: what? That's one step closer to that Star Trek thing, isn't it? You know where they mm. you, they'd put their plate under a sort of. Food creator, and then they'd um, you know they'd say what they wanted or whatever it was, and it would just then like in Star Trek, I think it was like holographically appear, but it's mm. it's pretty much three D printing. Do you know what I mean that you're like if you yeah. could, if you could get to the point where you just pop a plate under and go oh steak and chips, and it just three D prints you steak and chips from you know a, a print cartridge for want of a better word mm. of, of elements then.
1: You know, (laughs) I mean, I'm on board. I would go to that restaurant. I would go to that restaurant. Now, now, having spoken out loud about this robot restaurant, I kind of want to go. <laughs> I actually I really feel, want you to go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's going to be terrible. Maybe I should go, and then on next week's episode, I'll give the review of oh the my robot God. restaurant. <laughs> I Now I'm so invested in you doing this. Uh, I know you have time today as well. so <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do have time today, so I might, I might do it. I might do it before the show tonight and go have a little robot dinner. Robozania. Um, Robozania? It's like can, kidsania, but weirder. Let's see
0: if you can convince some cast members to come with you.
1: I feel like there's plenty who'll be up for it.
0: Yeah, I think that's just one sentence. Want to come to a restaurant that's been like delivers food with robots?
1: Yeah, cool. That's, that's a yes. It's a hard yes from me. Yeah,
0: it will cost you your entire weekly subs, but other than that, you'll be fine. <laughs> Like,
1: oh, actually, that's a
0: point, like, (laughs) with getting subs and stuff. Dude, like, this is the most miserable conversation, perhaps, for people listening, but inflation, what the hell right now? I I live in the 1920s because in my building, we have electricity meters still. Oh, wow. Yes, so my electricity is topped up via a key. Now, it's not like put a coin in, you have a little key that you take to, um, you know, shop and you... (laughs) put it on
1: (laughs) a lot of you have to put coins in
0: yeah actual coins please um and it's quite easy to get this updated but since all of this stuff has been happening all the energy companies Mm. have said don't because when you change something it'll change your price cap and it'll go up yeah now it's already risen like the actual cost has risen exorbitantly in the last however long but um i was looking last night because i was like i'm having to um having to top this up really, really regularly. Actually, that's a lie. Yeah. Maddie was looking. She said it's risen, but it's now like 182% of what it was in April. So Jesus. And the price cap is now £2,500 a year. So you could be spending two and a half grand on electricity. How insane. Yeah. And actually, what was really nuts, my dad said this to me, is that it's not the cost per unit of electricity that's risen particularly it's the standing charge it's the standing charge yeah so the same with like water and your gas is that that's just going to have like doubled Mm. and so you could not use your electricity you could live without a fridge and heating and all that this stuff through the winter and you'd still be unable to pay your
1: gas bills that's the thing I, i it's all so confusing like it's so confusing and I kind of don't know where to start with it because I kind of I was like, I keep reading all these articles and like I read something about um, I think it's British Gas uh, are going to like limit their profits for a bit or they've suggested it, but then I was reading a response to that being like, this is going to benefit them in the long term because they're going to like tie people into higher, um, higher tariffs when the price will eventually fall, but they'll still be on the higher tariff. So then the, pro- the 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 energy companies will end up making even more money.
0: Yeah. It's strange, isn't it? Because we it's- have this, <sighs> this thing that it is it is essential, but because it's not nationalised, mm. they're a private company. So their aim is to make money. They're, they're not... Really existing by this idea of as any sort of moral thing that people no, need no, this no. stuff, they're providing you a service. Now, if we had an uh, a, that, that all of those companies were nationalized in that same way, that the government supplied this stuff, not that I'm saying that's the solution to everything that always comes with its own issues, but mm. but then you might be able to go, hey, has this this moral issue? We need to freeze this or whatever, and not have a positive outcome. But actually. You know, realistically, imagine it was your business, you owned a small business and you had to make money from it somehow. Otherwise, your business fails. And what do you do then? Then essentially, capitalism. Then you kind of understand. I, I don't agree with it. And uh, that's not the outcome I want. But I am going, well, I understand that they want to make money because it's a company. Like, that's what they exist for. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: They're not no, a absolutely, charity. Absolutely. Like, they're not a charity. No, they like you would hope they have some moral obligations but they they don't they don't have to yeah like like you say they they are a business and they want to make money but this i think this is just going to impact like loads of other stuff like because you think like all these businesses are going to end up paying higher tariffs on their energy so then they're going to put their prices up so everything is going to become more expensive in the long run god I can't. Oh, it's, it's miserable, isn't it? Yeah, we can't. Uh, Maddy said yesterday, it's like we're living in a
0: bloody dystopia. Like, it's actually mm. nuts. We've had a pandemic. You know, the Queen has passed away. Like, these huge, giant events that are, yeah, yeah. you know, as historical as the things we read in history books throughout our school years, all happening all at once. And this, you know, massive crisis with this stuff, a literal war in in Ukraine and the east of Europe. It's, it's like, oh, okay. The world is ruined. We've ruined the world. Oh, yeah, plus the fact that there's global warming and it's the hottest mm. summer we've had on record, as far as I'm aware. And uh, I'm d- still desperately uncomfortable to this day. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: I haven't stopped sweating for like three months.
0: I recorded a video on social media yesterday for Instagram, right? One like a little Monday motivation thing, and I posted it and I saw it and I was like, I'm sweating so <laughs> much in this video. Uh, if you're listening to this at a different time, it does tie up to this date. It's it was um, Monday the twelfth of September. Check it out because uh, it is my face, and it is so glossy. It's um, check out sweaty Stefan. Yeah, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Oh man! <laughs> oh, I love it. Well. Uh, we should mention that tomorrow is oh sorry thursday is finally the day that we workshop we masterclass it
1: is it is it's very exciting um we've got a busy old busy old week getting that ready
0: refining yes. it
1: we had a little rehearsal uh found some holes <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fill those holes. <laughs> I would really love to tell people that it's just been a really easy,
1: joyous process. <laughs> but it's been a difficult, joyous process. I think is the. Is it has. Probably. It has been a difficult, joyous process, and I mean, like just before we recorded this, you asked me the question, "How are you feeling about Thursday?" <laughs> and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about Thursday. I don't think like we we've planned to do this for such a long time. We've wanted to do this for such a long time. And we're finally getting to do it, but I don't, we won't know what it actually is until we're in there. And that's exciting. Like we have written this presentation, we've created it. We're going to hopefully provide some valuable knowledge to these students, but we won't know what the actual product that we've got is until we unleash it until we release it upon the students
0: mm. unleash it now anyone that's listened loads has already heard this so i'll give a really really brief thing but essentially we're going into drama schools to try and uh, give students a toolkit so that they can um take all the information they need to take care of themselves from a physical nutritional mental every aspect of health all in one workshop two and a half hours boom sorted um and that that lasts them forever that they have that information that is the task. So it's no mean feat. It turns out when I found out it was two and a half hours, I was like, okay, that's quite a lot. And actually trying to pack it all into two and a half hours is rough. Um, so. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing like, we're only ever going to be able to deliver a certain amount in that time. But it is very much just like a basic toolkit. It's hopefully a jumping off point for them. Yeah. Where they can, they can, I know that I know these students in particular, they're going to be working with you quite a lot um, over the course of the year. Yeah which is great um but it's hopefully hopefully it kind of if nothing else it just sparks the idea of this in them in yeah. a, at an earlier age than they might have even thought about it before
0: as i say prevention is better than cure right so if you can yeah, uh, understand absolutely. a little more about how your body works, then you might not get injured because you did those things. Or you might not end up down a dark path of sort of um, eating habits. You you know, you might know how to pull yourself out of that or just to avoid it entirely. Or the same with mental health and sleep or alcohol, all of this Mm. stuff that we're trying to cover, um, I think is good. Good. So
1: yeah, it's very good and it's very exciting. So um, we will uh, hopefully we'll Fit Two will still exist <laughs> this time next week. Uh, if it doesn't, then it we did not go well, and it's been a pleasure. <laughs>
0: and we will have a response <laughs> from our lawyers. Uh, uh, we didn't make it to fifty episodes. Which <laughs> no. Oh God, that would be so sad. <laughs> That target is there for me now. I really, yeah. I'm so excited to try and well, get to this 50. is episode forty, which is
1: very exciting.
0: Yeah, this one, bang on, it Ooh. is, isn't it? It is. Okay. Yes.
1: Yes. I think that's a massive achievement. I think we should have a little celebration when that happens. Oh yeah, hit us up with some ideas. If anybody's got any ideas for what we can do for episode fifty, let us know. That's a good point. I've actually got an idea.
0: Oh, I've got an idea, but I'll have to tell you it off-air because the yeah, epi- it
1: episode it relates to hasn't aired yet. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm now trying to rack my brains about what we've recorded. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, we'll see. We'll oh. see. Um,
1: okay, I think I might know what it is.
0: Okay, okay. We'll, we'll. I think you might as well. Uh, right, I think that's plenty for today. We, I've depressed you all with a dystopian society, <laughs> with you know. Uh, you
1: brought up robots so we've got robots we've got well, yeah in- it's very dystopian today oh
0: uh, yeah robots inflation the worst class i've ever been to and uh, uh a workshop that's been difficult to write <laughs> good pure joy uh, that's the recap
1: done so <laughs> uh anything oh, else you want okay. to add um not really well no i'll tell you what I do want to add something. We've got a great guest coming on Monday. Oh, hit us with it! Who is it? We have got a fantastic guest coming on Monday. We have got a fantastic director, actor, writer. It is the wonderful James Robert Moore joining us. Indeed, it is. And what a lovely,
0: lovely uh, a guest he is! It's a it's a wonderful chat, actually. It's really yeah, fascinating. Yeah, it's a lovely chat to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he speaks so eloquently. It's, it's really, really lovely to to talk to him.
1: Yeah. And th- this was, this was one of those chats. I think I spoke about this the other day. This was one of those chats that really, I think had an impact on you and me Yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I think, um, uh, once we'd finished the recording, I, the, the, it had had a real impact on us and we, we were discussing some stuff, which was really interesting. Um, It did change my mind
0: about a few things as well. I was like, ooh, okay, that's really fascinating. And I hadn't considered that before or or perhaps even given it that much thought. It was, um, yeah, really, really lovely. Yeah, it was great. So, right, so yeah,
1: tune in, tune in on Monday. Don't miss it. You will see Do it. Not. I'll
0: post it on the old Instagram account. You'll yes, you will probably see a little clip of that at some point. Uh, so we should say thank you so much for listening to this one. Uh, and if you enjoyed it, it would really help us out because you've got this far. Uh, if you can just click that old five star review or leave us a word, just put the word great or perhaps fit. Or whatever word or you wish, or robots, in that little review, and then yeah, if you want to share it with other people, that's awesome. You can find more information on our Instagram as well at Fit Two Underscore
1: Talk. And as always, if you've got any questions you want answered by us, or if you've got any suggestions on what we can do for the fiftieth episode, please. Let us know. Slip, slide into those DMs. I'll be sat in a dystopian future (laughs) surrounded by robots. I love it. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, we have been fit to talk with me, Stefan. And me, Bobby. And if you didn't like it, we've been Joe Wicks. Peace out.